Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hi, I'm Andy Farnsworth from KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. I'm also the movies and pop culture guy for KSL 5 Today, and this is my review of Mortal Kombat from New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers Studios. 30 years ago, some guys at the Midway Video Game Company came up with a new arcade fighting game that would take in over a billion dollars in quarters from me, my friends, and a lot of other people. It was called Mortal Kombat, and it was one of the first video games to allow you to not only draw blood from your opponent, yes, it was super fake, cartoonish-looking blood, but still, the biggest and most over and probably the most controversial thing about the game was that it also allowed you, if you were skilled enough with the controls, to actually finish your opponent off when you had beaten them. They were called fatalities, and they were just that, fatal. You killed your opponent in various creative ways based on the character you were playing with. Now, that particular detail is important to understand as we discuss Mortal Kombat, the movie. But I'll explain that a bit later. This is also not the first attempt to adapt Mortal Kombat for the big screen. There was a live-action movie released in 1995 and a sequel in 1997 that made some money. But it also upset many fans when the filmmakers toned down the blood and violence from the game in order to get a PG-13 rating and allow more people to see it. It appears that first-time director Simon McCoy and writers Greg Russo and Dave Callahan had no intention of holding anything back this time. So, in the 2021 version of Mortal Kombat, we follow washed-up MMA fighter Cole Young, a new character created just for this movie. Cole's got a wife and daughter, but he doesn't realize that the dragon-shaped birthmark on his chest means that he's descended from a legendary warrior whose line was supposedly wiped out hundreds of years ago. This mark means you are one of Earth's greatest champions and destined to battle in a tournament that will determine the fate of the Earth and... And maybe the universe, too. I wasn't too clear on that watching the movie. Cole meets a few other champions, and together they prepare for Mortal Kombat, which just happens to be the name of the tournament I mentioned. The rest of the film consists of scenes that put characters in position to fight or the actual fights themselves. I mentioned that I played the original arcade game way back in the day, but I haven't played any version of the game in years. Thus, I was actually surprised how many characters I remembered when they popped up in the movie. The filmmakers were very faithful to the character's video game look, and they tossed in a lot of Easter eggs for the fans of the game, including actual lines of dialogue from the game. I must admit, I enjoyed that, and was also impressed that the writers were able to incorporate a bunch of the game's lore while still stringing together what I thought was a decent story premise to set up all the fights. And ah, yes, the fights. As the video game series has progressed over the years, the graphics have gotten more realistic with each game release, and thus, the fatalities have gotten more disturbing. 
And this movie version of Mortal Kombat leans heavily into that. The fights were every bit as bloody and gory as I thought they might be. This movie is rated hard R for language, violence, blood, and gore. Limbs get chopped off, or they get exploded. Holes are blown in people's midsections. Some get burned to death, and those are among the more mild things that you're going to see. Even characters who survive have open bleeding wounds. Director McCoy has said that they wanted to finally get the famous game fatalities on screen, and they were planning all along to get an R rating, but they had to be careful because they actually came really close to the movie getting an NC-17 rating. So what that means, really, is that I think you'll have to decide whether you feel good giving the okay to any of your kids to watch something like this. In my opinion, Mortal Kombat was made for people my age, 30s, 40s. It kind of felt like a love letter to the longtime fans of the franchise, because they were faithful to the game's story, character, looks, and better or worse, even the game's brutality. Oh, (laughs) and they even left a door open for a sequel. I expected to hate this movie, but I'm surprised to say I didn't hate it. I give it two out of four stars, but I absolutely would not recommend this to anyone under 18. I saw Mortal Kombat in IMAX, and it's opening in theaters... Or if you choose, you can watch it at home on HBO Max. If you subscribe to HBO as part of your cable or satellite subscription, you also have access to HBO Max. If not, it's a $14.99 a month subscription fee to watch it on the app. But be aware, if you're going to watch it on HBO Max, that this is a film full of images that were not made for kids. So please keep that in mind. Thanks for watching. Hopefully you and your family found this review helpful. I invite you to check out some of my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com or the KSL TV app. I'll see you there. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.